turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we're talking savings investments in your retirement. Our show is all about building up wealth. And our, our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And from there, you build, up, you build up a savings and you understand how to invest it. And we try to help you out on the show with some of the, these ideas. The first place you want to start is, is, with the, uh, is with your company savings plan. Typically, you want to save a minimum of 10% plus the company match. That gets you up around... 13%, which is where the research has shown that you need to be saving for retirement. We're, fortunately, we're working on, we're going to be passing some new legislation that's going to help small businesses set up 401k plans and put them all together into more of a larger 401k plan to reduce the cost and make it simple for smaller businesses. So a lot of exciting things are happening in, in the world of savings and investments. And, um, and some of the bigger changes out there is this year we've got the uh, the IRA is going up from uh, $500 up to a minimum of $6,000, uh, or uh, not a minimum, but a maximum of 6000 and then 7000 if you're over age 50. So, so the government allows you, once you get over the age 50, to put away more money for retirement. This is... The age between 50 and 65 are kind of your golden years to really start putting away money for retirement. Typically, you get your house close to being paid off. A lot of your expenses, the kids are close, to, are out of bed, are, are getting out of college, so you can you can back off. A lot of people are paying for their kids, their children's education, and, and so you use those kind of golden years to, to save additional amounts of money. It's the same thing with with the IRAs, uh, with the 401k. You, you can save an additional, I believe, $6,000 there for retirement in your 401k plan once you turn the age, age 50. So something to remember when you turn age 50 to bump up your savings rate because you can put away additional amounts for retirement. And now is when you really start hitting the retirement program hard. So some of the numbers, so once you hit the 50 you want to really start putting away the money for retirement. Retirement has gotten much more difficult just because with the Federal Reserve has cut interest rates to close to, uh, not close to zero. Right now we have a two two and a quarter, two and a half percent Fed funds rate, but many places around the world have got negative interest rates. And and so we're all fighting central banks depreciating the currency uh, around the world. And, And so it's important to save money and build up wealth because we know that the government cannot keep spending the way they the way we're spending now with with massive deficits. We know you can't have a, a central banks around the world flooding flooding the world with money. We're going to be talking about. We think there's another leg of the bull market in in gold and silver coming up here. We wrote about in our max out saving book that the central banks are are basically going to flood the world with money. And so we all know this is going to end badly. So the question is, how does it play out? And that's what we're going to try to keep you informed on this type of program. So, uh, but but understand, you have got to sit there and protect yourself against runaway government spending, runaway central banks around the world debasing money. And, and, and so 
you want to continue to put away a lot of money in your savings plan, and that's the first way to do it. Again, I've said this many times, the 401k is the number one savings vehicle in the United States. It is the most successful wealth-building tool the country has ever put together. And so you want to take advantage of that at your company at your company, make sure you're saving a minimum of 10%. Look, if, if things are very tight, start somewhere, start 2 or 3%. But at a minimum, most companies have a company match in their 401k plan. And at absolute minimum, no, before you do anything else, make sure you're putting away the minimum to get the maximum amount of savings. So many places, they, they maybe are, are matching 4%. Some are matching up to 7 or more percent, but if it's 4%, if you put away 4%, you get 4% match. That's a 100% guaranteed return. You can't get that anywhere. So take advantage of these opportunities in your 401k plans. So I've got a lot to talk about on the show here today. The, uh, what, what's going on with the G20 meeting, the, the, the breakout in, in the gold and silver sector, uh, negative interest rates, runaway Federal Reserve and central banks around the world. Um, so, so we're going to try to hit on some of these issues. Uh, one thing I wanted to uh, touch base on was the 60-day rollover today, just to hit a few things. If you have an IRA, you can take money out of your IRA and, 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 and put it back in within 60 days. And, and this is something that 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 it, it's a tool. Some people use it for for short term loans. Sometimes we see this when they're buying a home. People take out money out of their four hundred one k or their IRA in particular, and, they'll, and then they'll put it back in within sixty days. It, it, there's no tax consequences. Now, if you put it back in the sixty first day, you're looking at at a your tax rate plus the 10% penalty, which could be 35% or more taxes, which is the big, big problem. And, and so you want to make sure that if you do this, the money goes back in. Uh, a couple things on the 60-day rollover. You can take out, for instance, $20,000 out of your, out of your uh, IRA, put it in your checking account, and then let's say you got a bonus uh, at the company and, and you take the $10,000 bonus put it into your plan from a different account, that's okay. You, you can also put in, take out 20000 and put ten in back in, and that's fine, but you're going to be taxed uh, on the 10000 that you didn't put back in at ordinary income tax rate plus 10% penalty, which is pretty severe. So something to think about. Uh, you're only allowed to do one of these IRA 60-day uh, rollovers per every 12 months. So if you take $50,000 out of your account to put down uh, for a down payment in the house until so you get your your, other, your loans in place, you put it back in, no taxes. But if nine months later you decide to do something else and borrow, maybe buy another house or something, take $50,000 out, you don't have the ability to do the 60-day rollover. That means your $50,000 will be taxed at working income plus a 10% penalty. Again, you could lose 35% or more of your of your money right away to taxes. So something to think about. And it's not a calendar year on, on the uh, once every – it's once every 12 months, not annually. It's a, it's a big distinction a lot of people forget about. So so those are some of the things with 60-day rollovers. Uh, we sometimes see – it's, it's similar. A loan from a 401k plan is different. You can get a loan from a 401k plan and then put the money back in. <laughs> That's a different program. This is for IRAs, Roth IRAs, those type of things. Uh, it's the 60-day rollover window. And and the other thing where this some, some where this helps out as well is sometimes we'll see people they don't really understand what they're doing when they cash out of their 401k plan. And they'll say, look, send me a check, and the company will send a check out to them, and they'll stick it in their checking account, uh, and they'll forget to put it into, into their IRA, into, do an IRA rollover. Uh, they have 60 days to put the money into the IRA rollover. So if something is mistitled or something, or the money goes into the wrong account by mistake, you've got 60 days to correct it. So there's some real advantages uh, in, to take care of mistakes with a 60-day rollover, if you put, pull money out of your your 401k plan 
or an IRA and take the money out by mistake. Sometimes we've seen the money gets taken out of out of the wrong account, and this, this you got sixty days to correct the mistake with no penalties. The sixty-first day, again, you have that ten percent penalty. So something to think about. The penalty goes away, of course, with an IRA once you get past age fifty-nine and a half. There's the, then you're simply paying ordinary income with the IRA. At that point, it's the same thing. The 60-day rollover still applies. So anyway, that, that's uh, that's something I, I just wanted to touch base on 60-day on, on rollovers, something to think about. Uh, a lot, uh, we had some good news coming out of the oil, oil patch this week. Uh, a number of things. Oil production has gone up over 12 million barrels in the United States of America, which is just astonishing. In the Permian alone, since the beginning of 2017, we've gone from about 2 million barrels to over 4 million barrels a day, which is a massive amount of oil coming out of the Permian Basin. So it, this has been a remarkable success story of American ingenuity and American know-how outproducing everybody in the world, which happens all the time, to be no surprise, uh, except to the people in uh, E-class Washington, which assures us the Chinese can do better, everything better than us, which there's no evidence of that. They'll tell us that anyway. Uh, so that, that, that's a, a, a pretty, uh, I, to me, that, that, that's a, a, we need to kind of watch what's going to happen with oil. Uh, we have the Iranian oil back around $59. If, that, if, if the Iranian thing goes away, I still think you see oil go back. We have a, a very weak world economy right now. We have increasing production in the Permian, and we've got the pipelines are coming later this year, additional pipelines out of the Permian. They're constrained on getting production out of the Permian Basin. So I'm not looking for a huge move up in oil. If war breaks out in the Middle East with Iran, then it's a different game. Uh, this is something we want to watch and watch closely on that. i uh, tell you what, uh, a couple things here. Uh, we're going to be coming up here on a break. A few things I wanted to touch base on. Uh, we just sent out our max out savings report talking about a new, a new bull market in gold, talking about the breakout of the currency wars, uh, discussing negative interest rates. Uh, a lot of things help you save money, build up wealth. We sent it out once a, once a month talking about different issues. Uh, we, we send it out. You don't get any phone calls from us. You don't get any emails from us. Uh, it's simply a report we send out uh, to try to help you out, build up wealth to save money. It's called the max out savings report. If you want a copy, Go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And uh, we'll be happy to get, get you set up on the report. We can also schedule an appointment if you need some help managing your retirement with sure how we manage money using our value investing approach. Uh, if you've got a question or comment, this is a live show on, on Saturdays. Uh, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. The, the other thing is, remember, you can listen live anywhere in the world by going to AM1070's website, KNTH's website, and, and just hit the Listen Live button. And we've got listeners all over the world now. So if you're not near a phone or if you're going to be out of range, not your radio or you're going to be out of range, you can always go to the website, the KNTH website, and catch us live. There's also later in the week we put on the podcast. You can listen podcasts from the uh, shows doing, uh, we, we did uh, on the Saturday before. So anyway, uh, we'll tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks... 
When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can get to call at 713-339-1070 here on the show. Uh, we just sent out our max out sa- most recent Max Out Savings report. Talking about gold, uh, back the first one we wrote was I want to say the first or second one uh, report was in November of two thousand and uh, two thousand and two, and and what we said was we said this is uh, what had happened was is Ben Bernanke who was the Fed governor he was not Fed chairman at the time did a speech, uh. And a Federal Reserve speech where he said, look, we have other tools in place if the economy slows, including the ability to drop money from a helicopter. And we wrote the report and said this is the start of a 20-year bull market in gold and silver. And the central banks are going to flood the world with money, which is what they've done. This was, this was about uh, 16 years ago, 16, 7 years ago. And, and we've been correct on, on on what we saw. A lot of people didn't understand what that, that speech was at the time. Since then, the speech has become very famous. We caught it ahead of time. And, and uh, a gold more than quadrupled from where, where we said over time. And, and, and since then, it's plateaued. You know, over the last six years, it, it went up to 18, uh, in 19, in 1950, back down. It, it, it's had a top around 1375 for the last six years. Uh, it broke out last week, but what we said is we believe this is the start of the next leg up in the in the 20-year bull market, which goes sometime into late 2022-23, and uh, where, where, where the central banks are now, the minute the economy starts slowing, they're all going to move to flood the world with money again. Uh, Chairman Powell is, is now talking about cutting rates in July, even though we have a 2.6% unemployment rate, which is phenomenal. That now is not the time to be flooding, to be cutting rates, but we are seeing a global slowdown in other areas. But the reason why this isn't that's different this time is we're at two two and a quarter to two and a half percent Fed fund rates. In the past, the Fed is having cut rates when it was four, five, six, seven percent, which is much higher. So the rates were really slowing the economy. A two and a quarter percent Fed funds rate isn't going to slow anything down. So this is something this is something you want to understand. So why are they kind of panicking right now? Mario Draghi at the European Central Bank has come out and said that they're prepared to start quantitating again. Their economy is flowing. So we, in unison around the world, the central bankers are prepared to start flooding the world with money again. Uh, and Donald Trump also made the comment last week after Draghi made his comments that that he wasn't going to stand for the Europeans cutting rates and, and dropping their currency so they can compete against us. This is, again, now the trade war is shifting into, into currency wars. Again, this is going to be very bullish for gold and silver. So, so what, we're, what we're seeing is 
we're seeing a, a technical breakout of the six-year move, uh, six-year plateau in gold. We're seeing the central banks in unison start either cutting interest rates or engaging in quantitative easing, and this is going to be very bullish for gold. The, the third thing we're looking at is we're now up to $13 trillion of negative interest rate of bonds, the government bonds in the world today, $13 trillion with negative interest rates. I'm going to repeat that. We have $13 trillion worth of bonds globally with negative interest rates, which means you get less money back. The 10-year bond in Germany is yielding about 0.33, negative 0.33%. And even an even more amazing number is the, uh, the Australian, uh, excuse me, the Austrian market, the Austrian bonds, they issued, they issued a, a 100-year bond yielding 1.17%. A 100-year bond, 1.17%. One seven percent. Ted, I'm sorry, you have Frank on the line. Yes, you have a question. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. You had a question for us. Yes, Ted. Uh, Yes. The uh, within the last three or four weeks, uh, the interest rates have uh, gone up, uh, probably right at a hundred points, and I was wondering why. On gold. Uh, the interest. Oh, the, you mean the gold has jumped up a hundred dollars? Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what. It, what it is is what they're seeing out there. It's a couple things. Mario Draghi came out. Uh, number one, we had a reversal at the Federal Reserve. In 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 the Fed has said that they're going to sit there and, and likely cut rates. They said that in early June and engage possibly in in. We're still tightening at $25 billion uh, uh, a, a month, and, and they're going to probably back off of that, and they're also going to be cutting the, the Fed funds rates. And the, the Europeans are also going to engage in quantitative easing. The markets are seeing this, and they're moving on gold ahead of time. And that's what's pushed gold up $100. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And, and what they're seeing out there is is investors are seeing that, the central banks around the world are are engaged are are be cutting rates, engaged in quantitative easing. They're also very worried about their economies. The German economy is slowing. The Chinese economy is materially slowing, worse than people think. And and so these so these central bankers are trying to cut rates, push their currencies down to compete against us. And what what the, the big smart money is worried about are, are two things: is currency wars, which which the country, the central banks try to push their currencies down, which is very bullish for gold, and more interest rates moving to negative, which is very bullish for gold. So if I can take $100,000 and, and, and put it in a two-year bond, it, but, but, the, but it has negative 0.8%, which it does in Germany, so I lose money or I buy gold, which could go up in value, but at least I know I might, I'm going to get own the same amount of gold Whereas in the German two-year, I'm going to get less money back uh, for Thor. That's what they're doing. So we're witnessing a massive shift. And $100 was a result of, 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 of very large hedge funds uh, and institutions taking very large positions in, in the futures market because they see what's coming. The, the future open interest in, in, in the gold futures exploded to a new record. The big money is coming into the gold and silver market. Excuse me, Ted. Uh, Charles is on the line. Okay. The question for it. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, good morning, Ted. Uh, yes, I had a question here concerning, uh, I, I saw an article recently in the Wall Street Journal, actually on more than one, not just the journal, but uh, it, it, they were they were talking about rent control now starting to be bandied about some of the cities. I know New York is uh, they, they were profiling New York, and I believe also uh, Chicago and perhaps, and I think maybe there was also L.A. I think was also being talked about. Uh, I'm not asking you for your opinion on that so much as do you think that that thing in time has got to get traction throughout the country because. Uh, I know there's been, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen rent controls go in effect, probably, the, I guess, the 70s or something. But 
it seems like that's starting to be bandied about, and I wanted to know what your thought is about that with respect to the uh, real estate and housing business. Look, I, I think I, I think in Texas we're okay because we've never really believed in that. I think you can see additional rent controls, Chicago, uh, New York. Uh, yeah, you could see it in Seattle, San Francisco, places like that, where really the city councils in some of those places, they, they literally have in some some places they are avowed communists in those city councils, and and, and they're going to get the rents are skyrocketing out there. It's becoming a problem. Uh, people can't afford to live in the cities, and, 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 and the city councils are under huge pressure to try to do something about it. I think you could see some expansions of rent control. This is like the, the, the big money, like Texas real estate. So I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, you know, a, a pretty famous person in, uh, on the East Coast, was actually looking at some apartments uh, in San Antonio in, to expand because they just like the markets and they don't have to deal with rent controls. I don't think it's a problem in Texas. It's going to be a problem elsewhere in the world, and, and particularly in the cities. A lot of people are being squeezed by the property taxes and rent controls can make things to be... A, a pretty tough place to be. So, to your and uh, in on the northern states in the Democratic areas, look for additional rent controls. I, well, I, I mean, and I understand what you're saying, but you know, almost all of the major cities now in Texas are in Democratic control. San Antonio, Houston, Austin, a lot of these, a lot of these, and I even think Dallas might even throw them in. A lot of these city councils and all are dominated by Democrats, and I think it's just going to – that's why I'm asking really the question, because most of the ones that you've already mentioned, uh, there are Democrats in there, and they all seem to have a common common thread when it comes to certain, certain uh, I, I guess, uh, uh, actions. You know, yeah, that, no, no, look, I think that's a good point. Uh, my thinking on this is, if you go back to the 60s, much of Texas was controlled by Democrats, and we never really had the rent controls, the early 70s, that, that you got in New York City and San Francisco at the time when they had the big inflation. So I think we'll be one of the last areas to put the rent controls on if they come on. We'll have to see how it plays out, but, but the, the conservatives of even the Democrats down here, is, they're much more conservative than elsewhere in the country, so I don't think so. The bigger problem we're going to have to deal with is really the, the the property taxes, and the property taxes are so high it makes it difficult to really deal with rent control down here in, in general. Right, and I guess that would especially hold true for the younger set, the millennials and all, who are looking to purchase a home, and they obviously can't afford, you know, property taxes on three and four hundred thousand dollar homes. So that's oh, going no, to be. Oh no, it's a... Look, one of my sons is in uh, Silicon Valley, and it, it's it's the I mean, the, the uh, you know he's living in a pretty poor place. I can tell you that, and, and uh, you know it, it's a real struggle to sit there and get anything even decent there that, that, that people can afford. Right, right. Okay, well, I appreciate the insight, Ted. Yeah, good. I'm, look, I think real estate's going to be under additional pressure, though. I mean, it just because people are really concerned about this, but you're, you're going to see more rent controls around the country. If, yeah. if the Democrats get into the House, in, 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 into, into the presidency, then look out. Right, right. Okay, thanks so much. Yeah, good question. By the way, I appreciate everything. We're out of town today uh, up in Angel Fire, New Mexico. And so, uh, yeah, we're doing this over a Skype, and, and I appreciate everybody's patience on this. Um, but but get, so we wrote about this. In, in, in our Max Out Things report, we, we sent out uh, a pitch uh, – We uh, we wrote about the gold, but really the big the breakout is the breakout in gold, the six year breakout from resistance to thirteen seventy five, and, and and the way the central bankers are talking, the big money is really starting to come in gold. I think the precious metal sector will be the next, the probably the number one performing asset over the next two or three years. I I, I just. If you look, one thing interesting, if you look at the movements in gold and silver, when they start, they tend to go for a couple of years. They tend to really be big moves, and, and particularly silver. Uh, silver's not quite, it's silver's breaking out of, the gold, the breakout was from a horizontal, from a, 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 a horizontal 
uh, movement over the last six years. Silver's been kind of dropping, and there's been a declining line over the last two, three years there. Once, well, it's breaking out above that as well. So I think you're going to see both of them. Over time, silver will probably be a, it tends to move, move at a much bigger rate than the, than the gold. Uh, you can buy the SLV uh, for silver, GLD for gold. I actually was talking to people. I think there's BAR, which is, which is a cheaper uh, ETF we're looking at now. It has a cheaper price on it. Uh, it's a granite a gold ETF. It has a cheaper uh, uh, fee on it. It's cheaper, the annual fee. So that's something to look at there. Uh, you can also buy physical gold and silver coins. And the stocks, we like the stocks. We're owners of the stocks and some of the ETFs for our clients. So, by the way, and if you want to copy that report, again, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. But it really, I mean, it is really very frightening that we have a pretty good economy out there, and we have negative interest, $13 trillion worth of negative interest rates. The European economy is not growing that much. It's clearly slowing down. But I don't know how the world can continue to lend money to these governments at negative interest rates. And what they're really telegraphing, particularly with the Germans or the Swiss negative rates, is, look, I'll take less money because I think these currencies are going to blow up or there's going to be a big inflation. That's what they're telegraphing. When they're in the German bonds, what they're effectively saying in taking negative interest rates for two years or 10 years at 0.33% negative per year what they're really saying is, look, I think the, the euro, which is the currency of the Europeans, is going to blow up. And I'm willing to sit there and lose money for 10 years for small amounts of money because I feel like if I use, if I own a basket of all the bonds in the European currency, which is the Germans, the Netherlands, the French, the Italians, what they feel like is I'm going to lose a lot of money. So that's telegraphing real fear for the global financial system. And I, I, I think and we write about this report, I think sometime in the next couple years, you're going to see a major currency implode somehow. And I think that's going to be cause of a very large move in, in the precious metal sector. And, and the most interesting thing about it in the past, I've always been able to go, this is most likely, to, there are so many problems with the, the Europeans, that's starting to break up uh, over there. They've got the, the Italians. If the Germans really at loggerheads, I think you can see that break up, and the French are spending money wildly. But the Brits are going through Brexit, so there's some risk there. Uh, the the, uh, the U.S. we're probably in the best shape of all. Uh, we've got the best economy. China, the Chinese yuan, China's in big trouble. Their debt levels are at 360 percent of GDP, some of the highest in the world, and they're in a slowdown, and they're shifting from more of an open market economy to a uh, to a hardline communist country, uh, the Japanese, you know, have uh, very no population growth, but massive government debt. And then the Hong Kong dollar, there could be a run on the Hong Kong dollar as people become frightened about what President Xi's going to do to the people in Hong Kong. That could precipitate a collapse in the Hong Kong dollar. So any one of these things could be a problem. And I think we're entering a, a much more dangerous world over the next two or three years coming up. And this is why I think we want to continue to have a cautious plan in place and understand big money is taking negative rates in some places, particularly in Switzerland, because they're just, they just want to get back almost all of their money versus losing a bunch elsewhere. And I think this is something that, that we're going to continue to watch more closely. Tell you what, uh, I'm going to take a quick break here, but if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713 713- Uh, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Gioka and the Max Out Savings Show continue after this short break. To find out more about Max Out Savings Advisors, visit MaxOutSavings.com. In a moment, more of the Max Out Savings Show.
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. B, got any questions or comments? You can always give us a call, 713 339 1070. The G20 meeting. The, the, the market has been. Ted, I'm so sorry. Much. We have Oscar on the line. Oh, great. Oscar, how are you doing? Hey, I, I bailed you out. <laughs> I, I bailed you out. <laughs> Ted, this, this situation with the uh, uh, interest rates coming lower and lower, we talked about this before. The, the, the wealth effect of people in these pension funds all over and other things, isn't that going to take hold of the, you know, this, the, the wealth effect of, uh, of all the pensioners in the United States because we, the fixed income is going to be so curtailed? Oh, yeah. No, look, I mean, it's, it's really difficult to, 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 to run pension actuarials when you've got negative interest rates, which, you know, we could be heading at. I, you know, so uh, it, it's a real problem. I mean, it's completely absurd. I, I still like the two-year treasuries. Uh, their yield is down some, but you can lock in a rate. and They're very liquid. Uh, I, I think the opportunities are going to be as the economy slows, which I think it will, I think you could see a, a, a big jump up in the spreads with corporate bonds and in high yield and corporate bonds from treasuries. And that, that jump up will give you some opportunities to, to make money there. Uh, but yeah, these global interest rates are, are acting as a drag to the economy. The, the best and, and another, thing, on the high end properties in San Francisco, New York, they already took a, like a fifteen percent hit already. So the high end properties. Uh, that that building part of it, you know, it's also going to slow down the economy. There's a lot of building. There was a lot of building last five ten years on the high end homes, and now uh, they are being curtailed, fifteen twenty percent drop in the last year year and a half, and and that's also another problem taking place. The liquidity in this country with these high end homes too. Yeah, look, a lot of the high, the super high end homes. It's yes. slowing down because the Chinese and Russian money and some of the money around the world is kind of backing away from the United States because they're nervous. And uh, they've had a big run up. We're, look, we're seeing real weakness, particularly in New York and in other places at the real high end. I, I think you could see real estate slowing a little bit in here. I think we're seeing a little bit of a slowing of the economy uh, right now we, between the, 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 the drop-off of, of the Boeing 737 sales, which are about $100 billion a plane, the slowdown in the farm sector because of the lack of buying by the Chinese and the flood, 
And then the uh, the drop in oil prices, that's bounced up and slowed things a little bit. And, and, and generally, we're, we seem to be seeing a little bit of slowing uh, with some of the stimulus as well. So I think the U.S. is slowing some. The, the, the European and the Chinese economies are definitely slowing quite a bit. So I, I think it's going to trigger lower rates. It could, I think it's going to slow down real estate in the country a little bit because we've had such a hot real estate market over the last couple of years. So, yeah, I think we're seeing a little bit of a slowing in here. And, and, and this, the banks are now going to be stressed this again. These bubbles in real estate, uh, the banks are going to have to do, uh, you know, the banks are going to be very, very careful at these levels to loan out so we don't have a 207, 208 thing again because uh, there's a lot of flags out there as far as the banks are concerned. They're not going to expose themselves to the, to, to, to overpriced property. So there's yeah, some well, the now. Yeah, but the banks, surprisingly, the, 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 a lot of these, particularly the, the banks have been pretty prudent on how they're doing things, and their, their, their balance sheets are much better than they have been in the past. Uh, you know, we, we, we predicted in 2007 the failure of the investment banks, and because of the real estate was one of the big things. I think their, their, their balance sheets are much better shaped. They're much more prudent lending. The bigger problems yeah. are the off-balance off sheets. Uh, not off balance sheet, but the kind of the secondary market out there of non banks that are lending. There's an enormous market of, of lending to house flippers and people redoing houses and stuff. And I think that you could see some real problems in that sector. Uh, you know, the I talked to the, 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 the banks at this point, uh, they're, they're going to be, I think, somewhat conservative at these levels for real estate. And, and so they, you know, because of what they're trying to do with stress and all this thing, but they're going to be conservative going forward. Don't you see that? Yeah, yeah. And one of the dangers, I tell you, one of the real dangers, if we do go into an economic slowdown, is the banks kind of panic and all pull back and tighten too quickly on their standards. And that can really do some damage to, to the market. That's something we want to watch. But I think it's the off the non-bank lending that, that's the problem out there, kind of the, in China, they call it the shadow bank lending. And there's really, right. there's really over the last three or four years, we've developed the shadow bank lending in the United States. That's where the problem's going to be. Thank you, Ted. Yeah, good, good, good question, Oscar. I mean, it, look, I, I do, I think we're seeing somewhat of a slowdown here. But the question is, are the four things that we talked about earlier more temporary and just pick up late in the second half? That's something we want to watch. Uh, we want to see what the Fed does. In their July meeting, uh, yeah. The, the, the other thing to continue to look at here is 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 we looked at the uh, at the oh, the where do I want to cover the, the these low interest rates. The negative interest rates are really going to be a problem. So what you want to is kind of prepare for that. And I think dividend paying stocks, high dividend paying stocks. We really appear to be getting, and I write about this in the Max Out Savings Report, I think this market is increasingly looking like 1999 to me. And one of the things, hallmarks of 99 that a lot of people didn't realize because we were managing money and understood it is, there was a ton of stocks like Cisco and uh, Yahoo and all types of Lucent trading 80, 90, 100, 120 times earnings. But then underneath it, there was, there was a lot of cyclical stocks like Ingersoll and trading it at 10, 12 times earnings is pretty reasonably priced. The economy just didn't fall off a cliff after that, but the, but the tech stocks did. I think you're seeing a real dichotomy with the cyclicals trading at very low P.E. right now relative to the tech sector, which is extremely expensive. And we're seeing an enormous amount of new issues coming out. Now, they're better quality new issues, but they're much further down the growth path, and, and they've used up a lot of their growth because the private equity market is so massive right now. so And I think people don't really understand that. So you don't have a, a when Microsoft comes public or Cisco, a, a 10, 15-year growth pattern on some of these companies. Some of them only might be five years because for, ten, for five or seven years before that, they've been private much longer than they've been in the past. I really think this is very similar to 1999. The tech sector, I think, is going to be under enormous pressure uh, from, from from the national security, from the China trade war, from the privacy issues, from the antitrust issues. There's just all types of things coming at that sector. So, again, I think it does, for the, for the market on the tech, it does come on a little of 1999. By the way, 
we've got the settlement. Everyone's watching the G20 meeting. And with, uh, what, what are we going to do with, with China? And the, and the markets have been anticipating some type of settlement. You've got a, a deal where the president, uh, Trump, and President Xi agreed to kind of move things forward. We backed off our pressure on Huawei, the Chinese tech company. If we're going to allow companies to sell some products to Huawei as long as it's not a national security issue. Uh, we've agreed not to put any more tariffs on, although we're leaving our tariffs in place. And the Chinese have agreed to buy to continue to negotiate and buy uh, quite a bit more agricultural products. So this is both. So, again, we're kicking the, the trade set talks down the road. We're going to continue to do it. We're going to continue to work and refine it to make sure our national security issues are protected with, with imports from China, which is becoming a bigger and bigger deal. So, so we're kicking this down the road. I still think it's going to be a muddled process that's going to take a lot of time. Uh, the market's this is very bullish. We'll see what happens. It's been anticipating it, and uh, and I still think you want to be cautious. Looking at globally, the slowdown that appears to be happening globally, I think something we want to watch a little bit more closely. Now, I wanted, I wanted to just touch base. Uh, earlier we talked about, we've got some new listeners coming in to the show. Uh, earlier in the show we talked about the, the 60 rollover rule, and I'm going to just kind of recap those real quickly. You can take money out of an IRA, but you, and you have 60 days to return it. On the 61st day, you're stuck. You've got to pay the taxes. Uh, if you take money out of an IRA, it's you're taxed at ordinary income. If you're under 59 and a half, you pay a 10% penalty plus your ordinary income. Now, if you take the money out and you put it back in within 60 days, within 60 days, the government will go, okay, well, we're not going to tax you on that since you put the money back in. So it, it's, we see this from time to time when people need emergency money. Uh, it also works out if money accidentally was taken out of the account by mistake or if people tried to do a rollover of something and, and botched it and stuck it in their checking account by mistake. They have 60 days to correct the mistake. So it, it is something that's used. We sometimes will see it where people need a, the money for the down payment or so they get some other money coming in to buy a piece of real estate and they, they put the money back in. But understand, the money has to be back in with 60 days. You don't have to put all of it back in, but whatever you don't put in is going to be taxed at a income plus the 10%. You can also uh, take money from one account, and put, and take it out of your IRA, put it in on an account, and then take money from another source and put it back into your IRA. So there are some options in place, but it has to be back in within 60 days. And so this is some, and you can only do this once every 12 months. We've seen people do that. They'll do it in maybe November, and then they'll do another one in, in, in February. And, and that's in the next, the second one voids it out. You lose the 60 days. It's once every 12 months you have the option to do it, not annually. That's a really big thing. So this is something that a lot of people get in trouble with because they don't understand the rules. If you have a question in your IRA, talk to your advisor, or you can call us. You can email Ted at maxedoutsavings.com or go to the website and ask a question. Uh, and uh, we'll be happy to try to help you out. But these rules are complicated. You want to make sure you do things right. That's, that's on the, the, the IRA the 60-day the rule on the IRAs and the Roth, same thing. Um, so something to think about there. Uh, we also talked – yeah, we, we get some questions. One, one, I had Donald Trump this week made some remarks about uh, that he wishes instead of Chairman Powell, he had Mario Draghi. Mario Draghi has been reckless. He's flooded Europe with money. Uh, they've had no recovery for a decade because not rolled back cut taxes, they've not rolled back regulation, they've not tried to engage in fiscal spending. All they've tried to do is flood the European market with money, and they, they've, had no no, they've had no recovery in the last decade in Europe. And, and so Mario Draghi, if we get a Federal Reserve chairman like Mario Draghi, you can kiss the dollar goodbye. You want even more gold and silver. I mean, that, I don't disagree with Donald Trump very often, but we do not want Mario Draghi some loose money guy at the Federal Reserve debasing our currency because in the end we'll all be losers in that. So this is some this is something we want to watch. And again, 
uh, we talked a little early in the show, uh, a breakout of gold over the last week. Right now, gold's trading at $1,413 an ounce. It's a breakout above the 1375 level that it held for six years. We saw an explosion of, of uh, commodity purchases in the, in the commodity market for gold, uh, a record high open interest as big hedge funds and the big money surged into gold. They see what's happening with the central bank starting to print money, engage in quantitative easing, negative interest rates, and they know as soon as the economy is starting to slow down, which it is globally, the central banks are going to start flooding the world of money, and they know the gold and silver is where they want to be. So, so this is something we wrote about this. We wrote about our second max out savings report we ever, I ever wrote. Well, I wrote about a 20-year bull market in gold. It was written in November of, of, of 2002 after Ben Bernanke's famous helicopter speech where he speaks, the Federal Reserve can drop money from helicopters. Uh, still have about four years left in that, three or four years left in that bull market. I think this is the next leg up. I think at a minimum it's going to hit the old high of 1950, and then I think it's going to break and go higher. So because I really am worried about what the central banks are going to do. So uh, this is something we want to continue to watch. This is why we've been talking about the gold and silver, because big change has happened in the last week. And by the way, if you're not on our Max Out Savings Report list, get on there. We talk about all types of things, common 401K mistakes, uh, IRA, IRA rollovers, uh, RMDs, IRAs, uh, talk about the markets, what's happening, about gold all types of interesting things in the, in the Max Out Savings Report. It's free. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Ted, please sign me up. Just, all you do is you put your name and email on it. You're on the list. It's private. We don't bother you. It's a great free report. One of the ways that I write to help you out to build wealth. And so just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And if you need help managing your IRA rollover, uh, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We do a lot of work. To do a lot of risk analysis in the market to prevent the huge collapses that we've seen over the last hundred years in the stock market to protect your assets because no one can afford a 57% drop in their IRA because they're investing in the S&P 500 index fund. In the world, is getting more risky. So if you need some help, go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. So we're coming up here at the end of the show. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And remember the motto and the philosophy of the Max Outlook Show. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer.